Hey guys, how are you? What it do? What it do? What it do? All right. How are you guys doing? Like, oh my gosh. Like right now, I wish you guys could see the grin on my face. Like I'm smiling so hard. But how are my jewels doing? Like, how are you guys doing? Like, what's going on? All right. Now, I hope you guys noticed. I called you guys my jewels. Oop. I just gave y'all a nickname. I hope that y'all are as hype as I am because for the longest, like ever since I started this podcast, I was like, what am I going to call my subscribers? What, are I gonna, what am I going to call them? And for the longest, I've been thinking about it and I finally came to the conclusion that you guys will be called my jewels. So I hope that you guys are happy about that new nickname because I know that I am. Um, and anyways, before I start chatting away about nicknames and all this stuff, this episode will be dropped early. Many of you guys are already going to notice that because for my returning subscribers, you guys know that I post every two weeks on Fridays. However, because life is so crazy, I decided to post early. But anyways, I hope that everybody has been having a blessed and prosperous week thus far. I want to give a special welcome to my newbies. I just want to say thank you for joining me. Like literally, you guys continue to surprise me almost every single day. We are growing and expanding, all right? Like I'm so hyped about that, literally. My jewels are growing and expanding every single day. So that means that you guys are doing your part by sharing. So I also want to welcome again and give a special thanks to my consistent subbies because without God, of course, and you guys, I would not be here and I would not be getting the support that I'm getting at the moment. But anyways, without wasting any more time than I already have, the title of today's episode will be Maybe this Christian thing isn't for me. Now, I don't know about you guys, but a lot of times in my life, I have hit a lot of ruts. And let me just be honest. I've said to myself a few times that I'm really not sure if this whole Christian journey, path, whatever this is, is for me. So literally, the reason why I specifically titled this, maybe this Christian thing isn't for me, is because I've said that before. It's literally the exact line that I've used before, as well as I've heard many other people say it before. So I thought it was perfect. Now, when I was fairly new in my Christian journey, I would see people who were, who were in ministry, who were prospering. And guys, when I say prospering, I mean rich, successful, boot up slash married clear skin looking like freaking stress-free you guys and basically also looking perfect like they had everything that they wanted in the snap of a finger and of course your girl was the opposite now i'm not saying that i was raggedy or anything because or that i came from the trenches you know, because I do live a great life. But compared to these Christian icons and these Christian idols that everybody is like, oh my gosh, I want to be like them. In comparison to them, your girl was lacking. And I really didn't understand why for a really long time. Because to me, my inability to be perfect and my inability to have the perfect life that was free of stress made me feel like I was less of a Christian. You know, I felt that maybe my prayers aren't working. Like, I literally for a very, very long time thought that, you know, this Christian thing wasn't meant for me because if it was, why are my prayers not being answered? You know, I compared my journey constantly and I questioned God's love for me a lot. And to give y'all a clearer picture, as well as some context, 
even though I wasn't even planning on telling this story today, but I believe that it will tie in perfectly to what I will be speaking about. So let's just get deep into my story. I'm telling y'all, I'm letting y'all in day by day. But anyways, um, this, as many of you guys know, like for my returning subbies and stuff like that, this is my freshman year of college. And, you know, before you get admitted into college and before I started this year, I, of course, had to go through the application season because that's the only way that you can get accepted into an institution. So... I personally had my mind set at a period of time, like my mind was only based on going to an Ivy League. I'm sorry, I said Ivy League. Ivy League from my undergraduate experience. Now, when I came to that conclusion, I personally never sought for God's counsel on it at all. At first, I had small dreams and planned to stay local or attend a college that was upstate. And then after somebody or like many of the people around me advised me to think bigger, then boom, I just applied. I prayed for months, fasted, read the Bible every day continuously, tithed, tried to change my attitude and basically did all the things that I thought would make me look favorable in the eyes of the Lord so that my prayers would be answered. Like, honestly, I was calling myself a faithful servant, you know, blessed and highly favored, all of that. And oh my gosh, I forgot to mention, for any of my people who are out of the country and who do not know what an Ivy League is, it's basically a very prestigious college. Now, I remember applying to about four, if I'm not mistaken. And on the day that the results came out, now it's a little funny now, but trust me, your girl was crying before. But me and my sister Lynn, shout out to you, bro. You already know what's up. We recorded our whole day, bro. Like I'm telling you guys, we recorded our whole day because we planned to make our YouTube channel that same day and post our vlog of our reaction to getting into our dream college. Like we plan, we had been wearing matching outfits, you guys. We planned to do all of these miraculous and great things only after God had answered us. Like, of course, we saw a future in making a channel on YouTube, but we thought that we could only do that after this miraculous thing happened in our lives. However, that didn't day, I said that didn't day, that day did not go as planned, you guys. And to cut the long story short, I got rejected from every Ivy League that I applied to, you guys. And in that moment, not only was my heart shattered, but so was my faith in God. And this is not even to exaggerate or to try and be funny or to try and get sympathy. But that same night, I cried the hell out of my eyes. Like, geez, man. I cried in the library. I cried on the way to the bus stop. I held it together a little bit on the bus and then I weeped while walking home and then I still cried when I got home. Now, this is a side note, but I just want to thank God for my awesome family and friends because I just want to say that when God breaks you, he also reveals to you the jewels that you have within your own household because man, did my family come for me. But nevertheless, y'all, I refused, like once I got rejected from those schools, I refused to pray at that time. And it was as if I thought that not praying or not reading the Bible was going to hurt God or something. But aside from me thinking that it was going to hurt God or 
make him sad or anything. I remember being so angry and disappointed in God that like I had no motivation to pray because I just didn't think that he was going to answer anyway. So I was like, what's the point of even praying to this man? And that same night, I rethought my whole entire Christian journey start to finish or even though it's not finished I just thought about everything you guys because there was no way there was no way that a man that I praised and worshiped and spoke to could let me down like that but I just want to say that that brings me to my first point for today which is don't get mad at God if he doesn't bless what you didn't confess now let me say that for the people in the back Don't get mad at God if he doesn't bless what you did not confess. In Proverbs 19, verse 3, it says that people ruin their lives by their own foolishness and then are angry at the Lord. Now, this is NLT version, obviously, but still. Scripture is scripture. But isn't that a word, you guys? Like, literally, seeking God's counsel is one of the most important things we can do as Christians. It saves us from so much heartache and brokenness when we just simply ask God whether he wants us to move in a certain direction. Boy, oh boy, would I have saved so much time had I not been creating all these scenarios in my head and praying for something that God never wanted me to have in the first place. Truth be told, I never sat myself down and had quiet time with God and said, Jesus, I'm really interested in this one school, but is this where you want me to go? Should I be praying about this? Do you do you see me prospering in this certain place, in this certain institution? And I pray that we all can learn to change our approach so that we can so that we can truly experience God on another level and and simply avoid unnecessary heartbreak. Now, on to my next point for the day. Regardless of whether you ask him or not, those red flags are going to be there, period. Now, I'm going to make a separate episode about how for some of us, red is our favorite color and we act oblivious to red flags. But for now, let me just bring up another piece of scripture. In Proverbs 19 verse 21, it says, you can make many plans, but the Lord's purpose will prevail. If that doesn't sum up, like this whole episode for today. If there's anything that you leave with t- for today, please leave with that verse. Let me read it again. This is Proverbs 19 verse 21 in NLT. It says, you can make many plans, but the Lord's purpose will prevail. Now, let me just say that one thing that is so sweet about God is that he always tries his best to help us because he knows that his plan will prevail, period. So he tries, he really does try to make sure that he sends those signs so that we don't have to waste our time hoping and praying and just doing all this stuff for something that's not in his will. Like literally, my brother said the other day, some people be praying for signs and wonders and they pray that God will do all this, do all these miraculous things in their life. And God will literally send them right in front of their faces. But some people remain blind and some people remain ignorant, which is such a fact. But what about those of us who don't even pray for those signs and God still sends them? 
Because I know for me, I was not praying for the signs of, oh God, send me a sign that this isn't for me. But God surely sent those same signs to let me know that my daughter, this is not what I have for you. God is still faithful and still sends those signs consistently our way just because he knows more than us and wants us to avoid the Israelite journey. But most of the time, we are too distracted or better yet, we are too naive to see the signs that are right in front of us. Countless times, God would send various people to me to ask me what I thought about, like, like a lot of people would come to me at that time and they would be like, oh, you know, they would ask me very innocent questions. I remember after telling my uncle that I was applying to an Ivy, he asked me very nicely, very, very nicely and very innocently. He said, why do you want to go to an Ivy? And you guys, I sat there and I, I had no idea. I had no answer, literally. Now, of course, I wanted to go there for, you know, the great quality of education and that an Ivy League could offer me. But for me at the time, like honesty moment, it was more about the brownie points and the respect that I could earn opposed to the actual experience. A lot of times we 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 put ourselves in situations that we have no business in simply because of pride, because of the pride that we want to gain in the future or because of the pride that we already freaking have. Now, there are thousands of other people who have worked their butt off for years who actually had that school as a dream. And my butt just wanted to go there for shallow reasons. And now, honestly, I kind of I really don't blame God for not letting me get in. And but at the time when I didn't get in, I was so quick to be ready to leave God. But my question for the day for myself and for you guys is, why are you so quick to forget about all the other blessings that God has given to you? God has been a good, good father. And you're listening, like, honestly, you guys, I'm, I'm about to throw some things out there. But I would assume that you guys are listening to me through a device that is working pretty well. And you, I would hopefully assume that, I mean, I pray that many of you guys have food on your table every day, clothes on your back. And if you have two legs and two arms that are functioning, fully functioning, why are we so ungrateful? Why are we so discontent? Why are we so ready to drop God when things get tough? Now, God saw your past as well as mine, and that guy still loved and blessed you as well as me time after time, month after month, and he still loves you, and he's still crazy about you despite what you have done in the past to disappoint him. He sees how you neglect him. He sees how you only come to him once a day on some dry, thank you, Jesus, for waking me up this morning. And then he hears your laundry list of demands for the day. And that's all you do to spend time with him. But he's still he's still a consistent father. He's still merciful and he's still faithful. He was not quick to drop us when we did bad stuff. So why are we so quick to drop him when he just wants something better for us? He just sees the future of that specific thing that we're idolizing and he feels that something is better for us so that it won't harm us. I want us to dwell on that question for a few moments for today and hopefully for the rest of the week. 
And I want us to also ask ourselves, if God didn't give you your heart's desire, would you still serve him? Now, that's a little bit of a food for thought type of thing. And if you didn't get that job, if you don't graduate with honors, if things with that boy or that girl don't work out, if you get a B in that class instead of an A, or if you don't get that scenario in your head that you've been dreaming about, will you still be a ride or die Christian? Now, if your heart skips a beat when I ask these questions, and if God senses that your love and your acts aren't rooted from a spirit of utter contentment in him and only in him, he will surely, surely test your limits. But I do want to remind us that the good work that he started in you will be completed. Okay, that's the happy ending of all of this. Despite all the pain and all the heartache, God will finish what he started. Now, this brings me to another Bible verse for today, which I have for you guys, which is Romans 8 verse 28. It says, and we know that in all things, God works for the good of those who love him, who have been called according to his purpose. God has a purpose for you and his will will be done. Your purpose will still be great, even if it doesn't work out how you expected it to. God didn't bring you all this way for nothing. And just because your plan doesn't work out, or that doesn't mean that he doesn't have something great in store. Sometimes our plans are futile and fatal fruit. And like I've said in the past, God wants us to be in situations where we will reap fruit that will last for a lifetime. And obviously, we don't see things long term. And most times, we actually see things pretty superficially. But God's thoughts are far from our thoughts. He knows better than we do. And all we can do is trust his better judgment. But I won't lie. that All of that great stuff that I'm mentioning of how God will finish the great work that he started. It does not mean that in the midst, in the middle of your hardship, it does not mean that that won't hurt. However, I must say the living testimony that I am, I must say that I'm relieved, happy, and content with the fact that my plans did not prosper. I was in no way, shape, or form ready for that school, and the connections that I've made here at my current college, as well as the people that I've met here, are unbelievable. I thank God for where I am now because he had better planned, and I thank God that he didn't let my plans prevail because I was blinded by the fame that I could attain as well as the superficial benefits that I could get. And if I attended a school that I had no business being in in the first place, like I literally had no business being in that place and I I just wanted it for all of the wrong reasons. And another piece of scripture that I want to sprinkle on y'all today is Proverbs 20 verse 24. It says the Lord directs our steps. So why try to understand everything along the way? Now, you guys, I know that I'm dropping hella scripture on y'all today, but this week God placed some heavy lessons on your girl. And this scripture, I feel like it resonates so deeply in me because I know it's hard to truly trust in God, but he surely won't lead us astray. 
And we have to continuously root ourselves in scripture because that is the only way that can we that we can simply understand and remember God's promises for our lives. And he's going to direct our steps. He's going to carry us every step of the way. So we just need to stop trying to understand, stop trying to plan ahead. Just give everything to him. And I know that it's hard, but listen to my other episodes and I'll guide you through it. And I'll pray for you too. DM me, y'all. But anyways, for my last point of the day, I want to say that all Christians struggle. Okay, I feel like I needed to put this down for myself as well as many other people. Because a lot of times, everybody, and I was just talking to Lynn about this, who's my sister. I was talking to her about it today. How a lot of times... Us Christians, we try to paint it as if we have the perfect life. And I just want to say that all Christians struggle. It's just that some are more open about it than others. Literally, we all struggle. The minute that you decide to turn your life to Christ, despite that he loves you and he's already overcame the world, he has told us that we will face trials and tribulations on this earth. So we all struggle. But some choose to conceal more parts about their story than others. And that's fine. But just know that as long as you choose to take up that cross daily, hardships will follow. Jesus has vindicated your sins and has overcame the world. But it doesn't mean that you won't be tried by the world. It doesn't mean that you won't be tested. And that's a common misconception that us Christians have. The common narrative that is like mainly broadcasted and mainly you know told to the whole freaking world is that christians after you become a christian no more problems no more nothing it's just smooth sailing lollipops and happiness and rainbows however we forget that the devil is continuously at work he's looking to defeat you and devour you but no god's promises are that once you have become saved, you are a new creature and you are refined through his word. But it does not mean that automatically you are untouchable to strife. God takes our burdens off of our shoulders. And the point of this journey that we call life is that we can learn to trust in the Lord and lay everything on him. If we didn't have problems on this earth, do y'all realize that there would be no need for Jesus to be crucified? There would be no need for God. There would be no need for any of this. What would be the point of life? It would all be pointless. But y'all have, we all, I don't want to say y'all so much because I feel like y'all are probably going to be like, why are you only trying to sub us? Ah, ah, ah. But no, I want you guys to look at the bigger picture. And I also want myself to look at the bigger picture because sometimes I, I lose sight. But today I pray and I challenge you guys to keep this one affirmation slash truth in your mind for this week. And that affirmation is, God, you have the final word. Now, some of you guys are probably side eyeing me like, what the hell are you chatting about, Tina? And but I just want you guys to remember that despite that typically in our society, an affirmation is supposed to have an I in it or it's supposed to say something about me, 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 me. A big part of us growing in our faith and learning to look at the bigger picture is to realize that the bigger picture is God. And we have to detach from being so self-sufficient and so self-centered. So repeat this one truth with me at the count of three. Three, two, one. God, you have the final word. 
And for my people who didn't catch it or for my people who missed it, we're going to repeat it again. In three, two, one. God, you have the final word. Okay, write this down on a post-it, put it in your reminders, add it to your diary, or even bring it up to God in prayer. Also, I challenge you guys all this week to ask God if he wants you to make that decision that you are so skeptical about. Add God to more aspects of your life and be prepared to have your mind blown. Now, moving forward to our jewel for the week. The jam that I'm putting you guys on to is going to be called, I mean, it was, it's already made. So I should say it is called The Ultimate by Phil Thompson featuring Shauna Wilson. I will repeat that again. The jam that I'm putting you guys on to for this week is called The Ultimate by Phil Thompson featuring Shauna Wilson. And this song is actually where I got the affirmation for the week. You guys, please listen to it because it's such an uplift. It's literally such an uplifting song. And it 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 just does something to my spirit, you guys. But anyways, that's all that I have for today. Now, y'all are doing such a great job at sharing. So now I must emphasize that we should also rate as well. Rating only takes a quick second and it helps me to get noticed by other great jewels as well. And add a comment, why don't you? Please, please, please add a comment, add a comment. We're trying to change the world day by day and it will take my efforts as well as yours to make this dream possible. But nevertheless, continue sharing with a friend or two or three or maybe even four. I love you guys all so much and don't forget that your Heavenly Father is even more in love with you and has big things coming your way. Don't give up on God because he won't give up on you. Tina, out.